Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And today we are talking about Daredevil Season 1, Episode 8, Shadows in the Glass, which originally premiered April 10th, 2015. And as always, here's our IMDb summary. While Murdoch, Foggy, and Karen's missions become clearer, Fist's world spins further out of control in his battle <gasps> for Hell's Kitchen. Ah. Ah. No, I'm just imagining um, Fisk and his limo, and pretty much the limo being the car from the Who Framed Roger Rabbit's ride at Disneyland, where he's just spinning <laughs> through this whole thing. <laughs> like, oh, there's Gao! Oh, there's Owsley! <laughs> oh, hi, Vanessa! Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've I've only been on that ride like two or three times. Um as as a kid, I was always scared like it was going to be too scary for me, so I never got on it until I was an adult. And even then I was cautious cuz I'm still not big on rides and uh uh I I really just don't remember the ride, so. Yeah. You, I'm just going to take your word for it. Uh you literally um you control the steering wheel and can spin uh 180 degrees or 360 degrees around during the ride is it is it kind of like teacups where you have to spin it to spin the car or, no. or do you have a control it's like a control it's like a steering wheel but you just if you turn it all the way left you start spinning left continuously you don't have to keep spinning it yeah. got it okay all right yeah i remember nothing about the ride apparently uh, okay. okay yeah all right well, then it's like <laughs> mr toad's wild ride where you just spin ridiculously same same thing except yeah. for your, your controls all right. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so we're going to start off with the Matt, Karen, and Foggy storyline because it's one of the least involved in the other stuff. So Matt teams up with Karen and Foggy to fight Fisk on the second front, a lawful one. Matt establishes some ground rules to keep Karen and Foggy safe. They make some new discoveries that will help in the fight against Union Allied and Fisk. So, we start off with um, Matt waking up in this part. And mm-hmm. do you want to know how I know Matt is a stronger person than I am? <laughs> he spends <laughs> yes, all I night do. fighting the Japanese and his mentor. It destroys his entire apartment and his body. Then he still wakes up at 7 a.m. without hitting snooze once. That is strength. <laughs> <laughs> And if I remember correctly, he put everything back together in his apartment, right? I'm not sure. Wasn't it all cleaned up? That. I don't actually don't know. I remember noting that the hmm. glass was broken on his sliding glass door to his bedroom. But that's not something you can just clean. Okay. At a minimum he's Alright, at a minimum yeah. he's done some sort of cleanup. He's not stepping on glass. But okay. Alright. Yeah. Mm. Alright. Huh. Yeah. And then yeah, no, I couldn't. I, I couldn't at least do hit that snooze either. once. I'm not really a snooze person, but mm-hmm. under that circumstance, at least once. Come on, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am definitely a snooze person. Um, I went back to work from the uh, from the uh, break or you know taking some uh, time. Basically, took a week and a half off from work uh, in between Christmas and New Year's and that kind of stuff. 
and I went back to work yesterday and I was really scared that I was going to like sleep past my alarm and I'll get to work at 11 or something like, uh, uh, that didn't happen, but I did sleep in longer than I wanted to. So yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I forgot the other point I was going to make. So we'll just move on. <laughs> yeah. So okay, we uh, catch good. up with uh, <laughs> Foggy and Karen, and we find a terrible discovery that Karen's coffee sucks, which has to be hard when you're showing up to work after what happened the previous night. <laughs> and you got to drink her coffee. <laughs> it's just a terrible situation. Ugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> But, um, yeah, Foggy and Karen decide to keep the map out of all this Union ally Ben Yurik stuff. So, naturally, Matt hears them instantly. Because they, even if he didn't have superpowers, they are really bad at keeping <laughs> secrets. <laughs> they are, because yeah. they, were, they were basically shouting yeah, I, it, right? Like, their, their conversation. Yeah, sure or at a minimum, they were a little they, louder. They pay very little for that room, for that office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Just a thought. We never so, see Foggy's yeah. apartment in season one, do we? I'm wondering what Foggy's. I don't think we is. do. Right. Yeah, I wonder that too. Do I don't know if we even see his apartment in season yeah. two. I know we see yeah, him I'm in not season sure three because I've seen either. that most recently, but. But yeah, I, I definitely yeah I know in season three, which he is in very different circumstances, so it's definitely not the same apartment. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or it is. <laughs> Could you imagine that they they're in this like this tiny <laughs> I mean, office? It's possible. Matt, I mean, he got an amazingly good deal, but. Other people can't stay over because it's too bright, apparently. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Foggy's living in this gigantic, uh-huh. <laughs> like, penthouse-style apartment. That'd be wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's why he, he wants mm-hmm. the uh, the clients that'll bring in some money. <laughs> that's why he was fighting for that so much at the beginning of the season. So, um, <laughs> uh, Matt agrees that he's going to work with him, right? And he throws down a ground rule, which mm-hmm. the ground rule that you remember, because I didn't bother to write it down. What was that ground rule? <laughs> the first one? Um, we don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> no, that is that is Daredevil's <laughs> ground rule, because he fights uh, a lot. <laughs> that's true. Um, oh, great, man. Now I don't remember. Um, it had to do with the... Oh, um, is it like they don't go out no and that's, do that's stuff, number two or i wrote that one down that's why i know i don't have number oh. one <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, well he right. he throws yeah. down a ground anyway ground. it's yeah. it's not that important mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know he really just kind of takes up the leadership position like quickly, right? Like, because they're they're doing their thing. Karen's been doing this for a while with Yurik, and Foggy just came into this the last night, and Daredevil just walks in and like, all right, you all suck at this. I'm in charge now. I mean, let's do it. He's not That's wrong. Kind of what it feels like. Um, my 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 next my next uh-huh, thing yeah. is that um, Karen says she trusts Ben as much as she trusts uh Foggy and Matt, 
but Matt is secretly Daredevil, so he's not really that trustworthy, so her <laughs> like her, her standard <laughs> is skewed. That's <laughs> that's that's true. Um also, um I, I mean I don't wanna give a lot of spoilers, but basically in season two of of Daredevil, um she she's under the impression that Matt's a drunk because he keeps like showing up to things late and he keeps like having all these falling. bruises. Yeah. Which so which he uses an excuse in this episode. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um so so yeah, I mean she's continually, I guess, I don't want to say a bad judge of character, but at least as far as Matt goes, yeah, not the best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. She's she's a terrible judge of character. <laughs> but the man in the mask, though, he's definitely a good guy. She knows that. Oh, yeah. She's also not wrong. That's, Tam- that's Tam- true, yeah. Just be simple. Damn, <laughs> uh, these complex characters and their wide range of emotions. Right? Uh, this is why we need two hours for these characters. 13 hours, way too long. Uh-huh. You're getting deep into her psyches and whatnot. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. Everything should just be a movie. Yep. <laughs> well, we tried a Daredevil movie, and we saw how that turned out. <laughs> That's true. Um, I guess you're onto something. Yeah. Oh man, can you imagine an Avengers TV show done like this? Ah. Oh. Well, I mean, we'll get some characters have their TV shows because that's true. Yeah, we spoke about Loki last week, but also uh, Scarlet Witch and the Visions TV show. Has been confirmed. Nothing beyond those oh. two. All right. <laughs> okay, so that could get could get a lot more interesting with that. All right, mm-hmm. cool, cool. So anyway, back to this. Um, we have mm-hmm. them doing some research uh, for more stuff about Union Allied and whatnot. And we find uh, we see Matt using that cool computer thing I was talking about a few weeks ago, where the Braille just <laughs> pops up. And he can read it right off of that. And I'm like, that's cool. And it's made for regular people. So the fact that his finger is going across so fast and he can read it that quickly, that's almost a superpower. <laughs> you know, I actually don't... I, I never. I realized I never actually like noticed how fast people can read with that. Yeah. Like blind people can read with Braille or you know, even any kind of Braille, not just this like machine mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, no, it's <clears throat> crazy because i feel like i would be like counting the <laughs> the dots every time because i think we talked about like there being six dots or nine mm-hmm. dots or something like that and, like, i'd be counting the dots every time yeah uh-huh. and have you ever seen a christmas story um the movie a christmas story not just any yeah. generic one no the movie christmas story which one was that that's the <laughs> one where he wants the rifle oh uh yeah i finally saw it like a year, two years, two years ago, I was forced to watch it. I was oh, with the in-laws, yeah. and they watch it every year, so I had to. Yeah, my family does every year. Anyway, there's one <laughs> scene where he's got this um, device where he's like decoding a thing that there was on a radio show. It's like, mm-hmm. please, uh, don't forget to drink your Ovaltine, but he's doing it one letter at a time, so it takes him like two or three minutes. That's how I would defi- decipher Braille, just one at a time. It's <laughs> <laughs> like. And then I'd forget what letter was at the beginning and have to go back. I'm like, I, I hope I never go blind. Not because <laughs> I don't want to lose my sight, but because I don't want to learn Braille. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you would get used to it. You, it would, you know, that's why what last week yeah. we were, you looked it up and it was like, what, two years to learn mm-hmm. level one and then four years to learn level two. Yeah. But I have the exact same thought about um, Morse code, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's dots and lines. And like, I, I, I have no idea. Like, like if, if I did it all day, every day for a job, I'd probably pick it yeah. up, you know, pretty well, but like, oh no, I just, I don't want to even That's try. Uh-huh. I mean, the, it's, and it's also, it's less likely to be mandatory in your life. You're more likely to go blind than be in a situation where you have to use a telegraph all the time. Just, just like <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's true. That is actually a fear of mine going blind. Oh, like I'm, I'm worried about that one. Well, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That's thankfully I'm not, and hopefully it never happens. But you know, I've, I've thought about that every so often. I'm like, oh man, that would, that would suck. That would change everything. Do you even uh, wear glasses? I don't think so. Or uh, not yet. I'm sure I will within the next decade. Yeah, I probably will. Yeah. yeah. Well, keep yeah, okay. keep looking at computer screens. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, I uh, I've I've been worse recently. Like, I'll I'll leave my computer at my desk at work, mm-hmm. and then I'll go get lunch, and it's in the same building. So I walk downstairs, and as I'm walking down the stairs, I have my phone, and I'm staring at that, reading Twitter or something. And then I grab my lunch. And then I walk up a few stairs, and so, you know, going up four flights, so now I'm staring at my phone, and now I'm bored sitting down eating, so I just keep staring at my phone, and then I go back to my desk and stare at a computer. Wow. Oh, oh. So, yeah, that's, I've, I realize that. It's been way worse, <laughs> so I should, I should maybe look outside. Maybe. Use the giant window no. next to me. <laughs> What's nature got that your phone doesn't have? I mean, your phone has Pokemon on it. Why would you ever look anywhere else? That's true. That is true. I have been catching more Pokemon at work recently. <laughs> During my lunch break. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. So, um, back to this. Uh, Matt and Karen find mm-hmm. some connection between Union Allied and Confederated Global Assessments. Two companies that I won't ever remember after this episode. <laughs> but apparently they're the same people who uh they're doing the same thing to other people that happen to mrs cardenas the um like destroying their homes and trying to hustle people out of their uh buildings so uh, who's it karen or foggy's going to go find out what's up with mr tooley not to make fun of her accent but that was definitely making fun of her accent my bad <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Tully, <laughs> and that's when Matt says rule number two: use the phone. Yeah, that's that's why I was gonna say because I remember uh, I remember Foggy was the one who wanted to do that, so Matt definitely told yeah. him. Rule and I feel two. like Foggy would have. <laughs> Foggy was going to use the phone. Karen is the type of person who would have left and you know got mugged again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a lot more of an in-person type of yeah person. <laughs> well, it's hard to have like a phone, maybe a cell phone, when you never go home anymore. It's hard for them to bill you. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so, that's true. Is she still not going home? I don't know. We never see her go home, so I'm assuming she's <laughs> always either 
in the office or with Ben Yurick. Okay. Or Mrs. Cardenia's house apartment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> and that's about all we get with um uh team lawyer pants, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um is there anything else you want for the you want to talk about for this section? No, I really didn't have much. Like I I said more than I had planned. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Then we're going to go way back to, I'm assuming, the 1970s, because this is more <laughs> easier to tell than it is with um, Murdoch's past. Yeah. I, you know, when, when this scene first started, or when this stuff first started, uh, you know, Fisk's past, mm-hmm. I, uh, I thought that we were actually going to Daredevil's past. I was like, wait a minute. Now they're just being really inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> but never mind. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here, here's the summary I wrote. In flashbacks, we see Bill Fisk, Wilson's father, running for city council. Bill loses the election, and young Wilson gets in a fight with an older teenager who's making fun of the fact that Bill lost. Bill takes Wilson to confront the boy, knocking him down with a baseball bat and having Wilson kick the boy while he's down. Later, Bill assaults his wife for questioning him, blaming his son and his wife for losing the election. Wilson then beats his father to death with a hammer to protect his mother. His mother helps him dispose of the body. So yeah, that's... We see, we see, you know, little Willie didn't have a great childhood. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah, um, we start off with, uh, yeah, Fisk is running for city council with the sole goal of making money and leaving Hell's Kitchen. Uh huh. Did, did they say what exactly, like, what position he was aiming for, or like, like what he was, or, uh, what he was. I, I feel like the sign didn't the sign say city council or was he just talking about the the other guy who joined the city council and became rich and left? I mean I don't remember to be honest, but I also I don't know what a city council does. Is it like a group of people that do stuff, yeah. or is it like, or is each person separate? Like this person is in charge of this thing, or or how does that um, how does that work? I don't know much about local government, but I believe city council, um votes on things it's like the um like the senate side of a local government so they go the mayor and the courts are the three sides of that so they'll vote on things and represent each one of them represents a part of the city so i know he's going it says like district 13 or district something in new york or health Mm -hmm. kitchen Got it. Okay. All right. So that makes sense. So it's it's just generic leadership position. Woo. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but he's going. He like he's going in to be corrupt. He wants people <laughs> to pay him money so he can vote for their things so they can leave. Well, you know, it's uh, he he's a man with a plan. All right. Yeah. You know, that's let's go him. I guess. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so um yeah he loses. Sucks for him, but you know what? Probably better for. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say better for everyone else, because uh, because of this, uh, little Willie got in a fight with um mm-hmm. with a guy who like how old is um little Willie at this time? Do you think? I you know I was trying to guess. Um, I God, I am so bad at telling ages mm-hmm. of youngins these days. Um, 
Uh, I don't think he was a teenager. Yeah. I think he was like, I think he was like, I don't know, 11? Yeah, yeah. I, I was feeling that. I was feeling like he's a big, yeah, big 12 year old or 11 year old. Hmm. Yeah. But this kid who fought him is like 16 at least. <laughs> um, I mean, that was pretty brave yeah. of him because he was knocking down the um, signs and then apparently Little Willie is the one who wanted to fight him, I'm assuming. So that's pretty bold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he was he was being pretty brave there. Yeah. Good for him trying to defend his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. his dad takes him out and forces the kid down and forces Willie to kick him while he's down, which is the best thing you could teach a child who hopefully doesn't come back and bite him in the ass or something. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, I feel like this. But I don't know what to say about this part other than this messed up. But mm-hmm. do you think uh, Bill has done this with his son before? Just like teaching him how to kick people while they're down, or is this like a new thing for him? I, you know, that's. I mean, this being literally the only information we we know about him, I. We we never get any more information Not about him, that right? I remember in the show because I, I can't remember. Okay, so so assuming this is literally the only information we ever get about the man, um, I I don't think so, because um, at the beginning of the flashback he was he was kind of, I think he was already kind of teasing him a little bit, but he was more uh, more preoccupied with running for the yeah. the city council. So, um, I I kind of think. He's just angrier now because, you know, Mm -hmm. losing and all the other stuff going on. So now he's more like he's getting it out. He's like, well, I guess I'll teach the kid to do this. Like, I I don't really like now I'm curious. Is this a thing he does? Is he kind of like an enforcer or something for mob? I mean, I guess maybe I I don't think I mean, he borrows from a mob person, a loan shark at very least. (laughs) You're right. Which. Mm hmm. I would think, and maybe because I might be smarter than the average enforcer, maybe not. I don't know that many or any, but I think if you're an enforcer, you know better than to borrow from the person who, who hires you to beat up people for not paying them back. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You're probably smarter than, uh, than that when you when you see on a regular basis what yeah. happens when you mess up. So you're a little bit more cautious yeah. with that. That's a good point. Then, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. They, they don't say anything about what he does for no. work and all that yeah. stuff. So, I mean, they're broke I don't know. and he blames his hmm. wife for everything, which, you know, kind of, kind of red flag. I mean, I don't know who's a red flag too. Yeah. When, yeah. yeah. Definitely. It tells kid, you. you can't really do anything about it unless you do mm-hmm. what Willie does. But that was extreme. Yeah. Right. Anyway, um, right <laughs> afterwards, does the part where he brings him home and sits him in front of a wall, is that literally after they just kick the crap out of that kid? I, I mean, maybe it was a, a few hours, but I kind of assumed it was still probably the same day because yeah. 
I mean, they showed the kid. Um, they showed little Willie. He was still, you know, he's still kind of, um, I guess, damaged, right? A little beat up from oh, yeah. earlier from the fight. Um, and his dad was going out late, so they probably had a family dinner of some sort, and then, and then he left. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm not sure, but I'm just finding it weird. I mean, yeah, the guy's not stable. He's really angry. <laughs> But why, after his son does what he wants him to do, does he point him at the wall to stare at the wall as a punishment? I don't know. Was that actually a punishment? Uh, if it's not a punishment, I don't know what it is. I'm gonna assume... <laughs> well, I, I was wondering the same thing. Because, like, yeah, I thought it was a punishment. But now that you bring it up, I obviously I want to debate you on it. Uh, no, um... <laughs> No, because he, he says to him, like, hey, it's time for you to think what kind of man you want to be. And I, I kind of think he was he was trying to, like, push the kid, push Willie to be like, hey, grow as a person sort of thing in the worst possible way I can yeah. think of to make you do that. I, well, yeah, I mean, I understand that um, because he's obviously a bad father. <laughs> um, mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, what I get from that, I've never been in that situation, luckily. Um, <laughs> but that's like when, he, if he failed his father, then his father would do that thing about what type of person you want to be, what type of man you want to be. But he didn't fail him. He stood up for his father, and then he did what his father told him to, was to beat this child when he's down. I, I don't yeah that's a good point yeah. <laughs> i got nothing and i mean and it's basically a timeout yeah is, is well, what that's, he did. that's what i was thinking as a punishment <laughs> which yeah. come on I, also I, now that i think about i was gonna hmm? come on a timeout i mean this guy is the type who would backhand the son <laughs> he's not a timeout type of guy <laughs> <laughs> which is part of why i'm thinking it wasn't uh it wasn't a punishment like I kind of think in his mind he he thought he was doing some good there, um, but I was also thinking that he he told Wilson to look at the wall, and he said, "Now look at the wall until I tell mm -hmm. you to stop." And then he mm -hmm. was leaving. Yep. So he was going to be gone for a few hours. Yes, he was. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So that one's kind of a bad punishment, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, we get a good look at the wall, too. And it looks like <laughs> a familiar painting. A painting by Tony Camarena, Rabbit in the Snowstorm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Eating vanilla ice cream? Uh, eating marshmallows, but you can interpret oh, it the way you want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's... Uh, his wife what asks him what he's doing or where he's going... And he decides it's time for her to get punished, like, worse than the son. I don't know. I, I can't get into the mind of an abuser. I don't understand the logic. But anyway, he starts he mm -hmm. starts beating on her. And Wilson stops looking at the wall. Which, you know, first mistake. You do what your dad tells you. <laughs> <laughs> then he picks up a hammer and starts beating his father to death with it. So that was 
All right, so so when he hits his dad uh-huh. with the hammer, it was way different from any other thing I've seen on TV when someone's being hit in the head with yeah, a hammer. There, there's not like, a lot of lightning. He was hit, and he stopped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <That's>... <clears throat> he's he's not being pulled off the ground to fly afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, you're right. He he stops what he's doing as soon as uh, he's hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then he falls. Like, I'm it's a uh, it's it's one of those things where now i'm really questioning like okay i've always seen it on tv is this now obviously you know there's some movie mm-hmm. fakeness to it right like every every action thing there's, there's always going to be fake stuff um yeah no matter what but um like now i'm curious like what happens when someone's hitting the head you know right in the back like like they were with a hammer i mean like, if you like if that. you hit hard enough and it goes through the skull which if it cracks hard enough he that would happen when even if he's not like dead if you're concussed hard enough you're knocked out i assume yeah that's what i was thinking like he was probably like knocked out or stunned in some way concussed i don't i don't know i've never been in that position so i don't even know what that's like but uh we're yeah. way out of our realm of experience here. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. yeah, everything about this. Uh, wife beating, being knocked out by a hammer, the 70s, none of that stuff. <laughs> yep. yep, all this. Uh-huh. Another world out there. A local uh-huh. government. <laughs> uh-huh, yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, no really... Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was actually going to keep going where you were going, so, so you were way more prepared. Go on. Lily uh, beats his father to death with a hammer, and instead of being freaked out or shocked, mom tells him to get a saw. <laughs> Which yeah, you, you get some plastic sheeting first. That I know. <laughs> you don't go straight for the saw. <laughs> so the 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 thing I really wanted to bring up was she was ready. Like yep. like she just turns to him and says, "Get the saw." Like this was. This was her plan she, for a while. This, I feel like living with an abusive husband, you probably fantasize about that a little bit. What are you going oh, to do? I'm sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. What do you do once oh. your, your preteen son decides he's going to beat his father to death with a hammer? Well, yeah, could be worse. <laughs> the guy could still be alive. So, hey, you know, sure. win-win. Well, for all we know, he could be still be alive when they start chopping him up. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> so they say, I mean, this is not in the flashback per se, but it's when Willie's talking about the flashback as an adult. Um, he says, like, throughout what, for the next week, they would take one bag to the river at a time. So did they just have, like, the parts of the body in the living room for days? I mean, I guess they, they, I mean, I assume it was our, they, they probably chopped up the body in one go and then they were all into separate bags Mm -hmm. and then they got some air freshener for the corner. I don't, I don't know what you do for that. Industrial freezer for the living room. Yeah. Maybe that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You put whatever you could into the freezer and, and there are some things into the fridge and um, Do you eat the ice cream that you pull down. Well, I guess? you take you take it out first, and you eat the ice cream afterwards. Hopefully, it's not like strawberry, mm-hmm. or else you're a little conflicted. Oh. <laughs> uh huh. 
Um, I I went to my friend's place on New Year's Day, and you, you, you oh God, where's the story going? <laughs> and she just moved in with uh-huh. her boyfriend, who's uh, who hunts, and he's got like a giant freezer in their living room or in their like kitchen nook area, but it's taking up a big part of it. And you can see it from their living mm-hmm. room, and um, the guy is a great guy. I don't really think he would murder anybody. But if something were to go down, I know where to hide the body. <laughs> or at least freeze it until we dispose of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, so he's yeah. ready, just like uh, yep. Fisk's mom. All right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> do we have anything else for the, mm-hmm. the flashback? <laughs> uh, no, not really. I, I was feeling like I wanted to say something else about his dad, but we, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Um, actually, you know what? So we we know because we we saw when his mom was taking the the cufflinks mm-hmm. off of his dad, like, just, it, so this was like right after you know Fist kills him and all that stuff. And does he, like, as an adult, do do you do, do we ever like get anything? Like, does he have any? any positive thoughts Ooh. towards his dad? Like, how does that work? Like, I'm, I'm kind of curious because he wears his dad's cufflinks. Um, and I forgot what he said a few episodes ago about why he wears them. Like why those are pretty much the only ones. He I wears. mean, I feel but... like I said this a few episodes ago, he's in the rest of development. He can't, I mean, I didn't mention this cause I didn't want to spoil it, but he mentally hasn't moved past the time mm-hmm. when he murdered his dad. But I think part of him still sees the idealized version of his dad who wants to run for city council to i mean he never says this but i think willie took it as him wanting to make the city a better place which is why he's doing what he's doing oh okay that makes sense so i feel like his yeah his dad's like a motivation for him gotcha okay huh i didn't i didn't think about that at all because you're right at the end of this episode that's basically when he announces he's running for i forget what he announces but uh yeah running for some kind of office huh i didn't see those parallels well we'll talk about that in a little bit yeah 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 in fact we'll go to that right now yay yeah foreshadowing yes (laughs) good job (laughs) a for effort all right i learned from last week Yep. <laughs> Adult Wilson wakes up and gets ready for the day, seeing a bloody childhood version of himself in the mirror. He then meets with Nobu, who is unhappy about the way things went on the dock the previous night. Later, Fisk is informed by a detec- that Detective Blake <clears throat> has woken up and may speak out about Fisk after being shot. Fisk convinces Hoffman, Blake's partner, to kill him. <clears throat> Sorry. He does, uh, he does, but not before Daredevil arrives and gets him to talk about Fisk. After these setbacks, Madame Gao visits Fisk and warns uh, him about everybody's disappointment in him. After raging in frustration, Vanessa arrives, helping Wilson calm down and listening to him. At the end, we see Wilson doing his morning routine again, this time with his partner helping him and accepting him and encouraging him to come out of the shadows. So one of the first things that um, you kind of skipped over this a little bit, um, 
but I, I wasn't sure when else mm-hmm. to bring this up. So I'll bring it up right now. When he first wakes up from that uh, fever dream, I guess, that nightmare that he had, um, he stares at the painting, at the uh, Rabbit in a Snowstorm painting. Yeah. And, like, the you know, the camera kind of zooms in a little bit. And we see that. Mm-hmm. Um, is it kind of like a Rorschach test? Because I saw a dragon when I was looking at it. Oh, I did not look at it that closely. <laughs> <laughs> So gotcha. hmm. yes, all right. <laughs> it's it's probably one of those things like we've all done. Like, like you ever look up at your ceiling and or you know on your walls, uh, however they're painted, and like you see the, I don't know what that's called. What it's like, um, I don't know the, the spackle, ridges the or whatever. Yeah, spackle. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't. Um, yeah, like you ever you ever do that? And you like look for shapes or something? Like I'm. Mm-hmm. That, that's probably like kind of how I how I. Well, think yeah. of that so yeah yeah the human mind is like programmed to look in, look for patterns in things so you look at something mm-hmm. random i mean, i keep looking at my ceiling now god damn it <laughs> um you're, <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, look, I did it. you're looking at, uh, at something random and your brain's trying to make sense of it um <laughs> but he's i don't think wilson's trying to make sense of it i think he's trying to remember what he did maybe like a penance i guess I mean, I feel like okay. I. He's the type of guy who's like trapped in the past. He's he wears the same mm-hmm. thing every single day, which bugs me because he has no t-shirts and jeans, which every guy must have. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically all I have, <laughs> right? Um, mm-hmm. And um, but he wears he has a thousand different types of cufflinks, and he wears his dad's old cufflinks every day. I would think <laughs> if this were me. I would try to separate myself from the day I murdered my father. But he's just reliving <laughs> aspects of it. Especially, yeah. yeah. Especially when he looks in the mirror and sees a uh, bloody little Willie. It makes me think maybe he's not all there mentally. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. Is it? So, do you think he sees that every day? Yeah, I feel like this is his routine every single day. <clears throat> So and oh. now he wakes up and looks at the last thing he saw before he murdered his father, which is a painting that looks like the wall. So I would assume <laughs> that this is how he wakes up every single day. Okay, yeah. all right, that works for me. In a creepy way, uh huh. Um, yeah. So we go on ahead to uh, his little meeting with Nobu. Uh. Nobu is very unhappy at Fisk, which, yeah, I understand mm-hmm. him being unhappy, but it's not Fisk's fault. Fisk even says he did what he they wanted him to do, was get rid of all the cops in the area. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a cop. <laughs> cops don't use bows yeah, and arrows I, anymore. I, I really, I mean, I hate it. But I have to side with Fisk on this one. Yeah. Like, he's right. <laughs> he was asked to do this thing. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, no problem. No cops, blocks away, all this stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, We were to understand... I, I was led to believe, I don't know if anyone else in the audience or you were led to believe this, that Fisk was the boss in the early mm-hmm. episodes. But now they all seem to be, like, equals. Nobu and... Uh, Gao and Owsley and Fisk. Be- 
So, oh, sorry. I was just saying, it's weird that Fisk apologizes so much. Like, he's apologizing to Nobu at this time. So, I mean, everyone has a boss, even the boss. <clears throat> but, um, no, I. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, originally, that's kind of what, what I, I thought, too. Like, we were led to believe he, he definitely was the, the ringleader. Um, mm-hmm. And a couple episodes in, I guess when they were, they had the whole thing with the Russians, um, they they kind of I guess make it sound a little bit more like okay he's he's not exactly the the supreme boss, but he he is kind of the glue that's holding them all together. And if something happens, he kind of needs to deal with it in that sense. Or he's the he's definitely yeah. a little higher above, but it's it's an agreement among the group that they're all working together for their own goals. Okay, I'll buy that one. Because right, yeah. that, that's that's what I was under the assumption when he was telling the rest of the group that he ended up killing um, Anatoly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, Wesley notes something that the the Japanese don't contribute anything. Why? Why are the Japanese involved? <laughs> I don't remember why. I mean, I know <laughs> why they're significant to the show, but why are mm-hmm. they involved in this crime syndicate? I was wondering the same thing. I don't remember either. Um, in the first episode, at the at the end of the first episode, we're getting this like uh, the little montage of mm-hmm. what all of them are doing, right? Like the uh, we had the Russians kidnapping that child, uh, Madame Gao with the drugs. Um, Owsley was looking at numbers on a computer screen, mm-hmm. and then uh, Nobu was looking at plans for a building. Yes, and that's. That's about it. I, I feel like that's literally all we know about Nobu. Yeah. He's looking at building plans and he's involved in with Fisk in some way. And he gets children because <laughs> he was part of the <laughs> stuff the previous episode. <laughs> that's right. The whole Black Sky thing. They're super rare, yep. wherever they are. I mean, they're storm clouds. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Fisk says that he's a necessary evil, right? Was was that yes. his phrase? Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I, I given that I barely remember the rest of the uh, the season, mm-hmm. um, I I don't remember like if he helps do something or is he like, I in my mind right now, literally not remembering anything else about what Nobu mm-hmm. does. Um, I'm guessing he is. Does he have like hired guns in a way? Like he's when he needs people to do something, even Fisk's men won't. Um, all right, listeners, skip ahead one minute if you don't want spoilers because I want to get into this. So I'll watch clock for one minute from now. Um, right. he's a he's a ranking <laughs> member of the Hand, but what does Fisk know about the Hand? Because he's a big thing with so Iron Fist and stuff. Yeah. Uh huh. No, go sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, I was trying to dance around the whole yeah. thing with the hand, because that part I know, and the building stuff, I think, comes into play in Defenders, but I don't know either. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the whole, the building he's got is they're buying for the dragon shit that goes down in um, Defenders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Um so another spoiler alert. I mean, I guess just giving a second one. Um, with Madame Gao being 
part of the hand too. Did maybe does she want Nobu involved in it? Is that like maybe one of her things? Is. Maybe she just told yeah. Fisk bring him in. Fisk does like her. All right, we are done with spoilers now. Spoiler free. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Back to this. Only spoiling things that happen in the future yep. of this episode. All right. So, um, Detective Blake, who, you know, <laughs> I very much said a couple episodes ago that I will never learn this character's name. Uh, Detective Blake, the guy who got <laughs> shot two episodes ago, has woken up. Which sucks for Fisk, anyway. Because he knows... Mm-hmm. But it's great for him after... <laughs> no, it's like, sorry. <laughs> Did not mean to interrupt you so badly. <laughs> it's all good. Um... Fisk, uh, Fisk and Wesley and Owsley are worried that, um, because he can talk about whatever happens, whatever happened with Fisk and he's probably a little pissed mm-hmm. that he was shot. Just saying. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, um, Wesley lets them know that he can't kill him easily because of security detail. So we'll just get, you know, his best friend of 35 years <laughs> to kill him. <laughs> so br- oh. brings brings up you know we've been friends for a very long time what's your number to kill me uh oh you're asking me yes what oh we've been all right like we we've been friends since we were like te- so like 20 years <laughs> oh god what, that long your... yeah that's right that that's yeah. the age for fifth we grade met, like, that's when we met yeah fifth grade is 10 years old and we're both 30 Oh God! Okay, all right. So twenty years. All right. Yeah. Let's see. Um, <clears throat> well, all right. Let's let's start looking at the different factors. I mean, good friends. Um, we do this podcast. I would yeah. probably have to do the editing work for this the podcast. So and, I gotta and, hype thing, the price up for that. And mm-hmm. you, you might have to bring Alicia back, or find someone else, or just talk to yourself the whole time. Oh god! All right, so there's that extra work too. We gotta like <laughs> yep. bring in someone. Uh, all right, um, I'd have to fly to Sacramento, which wouldn't be so bad because then I could see some you know friends and family too while yeah. I'm there. So it'll be a yeah. nice, you know, nice visit. So you know, there's that benefit. Um, at the same time, never killed anyone before, so I'd have to like look up how to do that. I guess maybe maybe Fisk and his men will train me in something. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It it would have to be in the tens of millions. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, if mm-hmm. if you could give me a specific number <laughs> so I can save up five more dollars than that to pay you off. It's like if you said like $30 million, I would save $30 million and $5 just to be safe. To pay you off in case of that hmm. situation. Well, then in that case, now I feel like I should put a smaller number just to help in case it happens. All right, 20, 20 million. Okay. Let's go with that. So, so it's a slightly smaller one. and five dollars. Okay. All right. <laughs> do Do I want to ask what your number is, Tony? Um. Well. Uh, no, you probably don't. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Well then, I, let's move I on. All right. I mean, <laughs> probably like fifty million. I don't know. It seems like a lot of work, and I'm really lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Cr- 
great. Why do I have a higher number than me? <laughs> well, that Ugh, makes me feel like the that, bad that's, friend. That's the thing. I had to. <laughs> that's why I asked you first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a this is a great game to uh, or a great question to add. So, listeners out there, if you have any of those board games where you get to write your own questions, you know, like um, uh, oh, what's that that one game? Cards Against Humanity, or, you know, things like that. Definitely a question to add. All right. <laughs> How much do you think Hoffman just got for um, for killing Blake? Ten million. Really? I was thinking, like, a million. He said, how much is a year worth in nice round numbers? I would think a million dollars a year. I would think he at least got 35 mil. Yeah, okay. I you know, the only reason I said a low number is because he was probably thinking of an actual like like he was actually thinking about like well, this much money I can retire, I'm good. And yeah. this is the number they probably actually give me. Then again, mm-hmm. he probably yeah, he probably started high and maybe yeah, they negotiated you, down you a little more, but yeah, and then negotiated. <clears throat> no, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Hoffman agrees for an unnamed amount of money, unfortunately. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And he walks into the, gets off the elevator with the most, oh crap, look on his face I've ever seen. He's the most worried man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> She's like, I'm surprised his head did not implode with the way he was scrunching his face at that moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And then he does the worst thing ever. He uses the meatball sub for evil. <sighs> Yeah, he uses the meatball sub sub to a smuggle in a syringe to to kill Blake. And given what we see later, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone even eats the sub. No, it was just a waste. No, I mean Ugh. it's suspiciously. I just thought of something because I I noted that the sub was open, but the little plastic baggie mm-hmm. and the syringe is probably still there after all this crap goes down. But he, oh, you're right. Yeah, he blames everything on Daredevil, though. Who, yeah, everyone just assumes that they believe him, but yeah, huh, yeah, <clears throat> which really shows, yeah, it was kind of left open for that, yeah, yeah, it really shows how poor security is that they just left a window open for a guy to jump through. I mean, yeah, Daredevil has is like trained <laughs> more than other people, but if someone really wanted to get in there, they could have done it. With like climbing gear, you know, Batman sixty six style, where they're walking up the wall with that rope, <laughs> <laughs> grappling hook to the top, and they just walk yep. up. Is that yep. what you're saying? Which is actually how okay. I think uh, Matt Murdock did it, because you know he's Batman. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Daredevil shows up at just the right <laughs> and the wrong time because he had enough time to get the information, but. He also gets blamed for the murder of this cop. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that could have been on purpose. Maybe he knew that the uh, the cop buddy was going to kill him. I don't know how he would have known. Yeah, and and if he knew, why didn't there? he show but, up like, uh, five minutes earlier <laughs> to stop him? <laughs> well, maybe he just didn't care. He was like... Yeah, I, I'm good with him dying, and then I can use that to get more information mm-hmm. out of him. Eh? Maybe. No, it's, I'm sure that's not it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, um, Hoffman 
Yeah, Hoffman uh, pretty much blames uh, Daredevil for the murder, so it works out for him. Hopefully, he can still get his ten mm-hmm. to thirty-five million dollars, however much he's getting. Yep, fingers crossed. And then we uh, we cut to um, Owsley and Fisk to a meeting. I don't even think they say his, his name, but his name is Melvin Potter, who's making a new suit for them, or for him. I think they do say okay. Potter. Yeah. At yeah. some point. I, because yeah. every time I hear the name Potter, my first name, my first thing Aww, I think of is I Harry so. Potter, and I was I remember thinking that when I saw the episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um. <laughs> yeah, I should have wrote down the details. He plays a supervillain, or not? He plays a supervillain in the comics. He is a supervillain, who I will get into more so when he shows up later because I forgot to write details about him this time. But yeah. But Owsley's <laughs> getting a new suit from Potter. You know, this is the type of tailor he always goes to. Yeah, and he's actually getting a green suit, uh, which is significant because his costume in the comics is green. You know, like all owls. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be noticed. <laughs> you do, especially if you're a criminal mastermind. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So we've we so far we've had a uh. A visit to um, Hoffman. Hoffman's visit to Bra- Blake. Uh, Owsley and Fisk's visit to Potter. Now we're going to see Madame Gao's visit to Fisk. There are a lot of visits in this episode. <laughs> Everyone's just catching up with old pals. Yep. Yeah. So Madame Gao pretty much arrives at uh, Willie's house, which um, Wesley warned him that she's coming. Then it's like a surprise. You knew where he lived. Why didn't she even tell Wesley that he was showing up? Wouldn't it be better to surprise him? Probably. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, either. I mean, she she was going there as a courtesy, right? She said yeah. so. So maybe that's why. Maybe she she doesn't have a direct number to him. And maybe she always just goes through Wesley, and That's so true. She, I don't think or has a direct number to him. But yeah, go ahead. Or she does have a direct number to him. I mean, that's possible. It, like, I mean, she got his phone number, or she got his address. That's so maybe true. she did get his phone number too. But she decided, no, nah, as a courtesy, I'll go through Wesley, tell him that, and then head over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. So we get um, a few reveals, such as Gao speaks English, Fisk speaks Chinese, mm-hmm. and also Japanese. So. Also, Gao said that she speaks all languages. Everyone. Well. Yep, that's what she said. <laughs> no spoilers, but knowing what we know about her in the future, it makes a little bit of sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Can she talk to the animals? Can she sing with the animals? Can she snort and squeak and squawk with the animals? Not the song I thought you were going for, but okay. Uh, maybe. Wow. <laughs> That was from the classic Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, I don't know what I, song you were thinking about? I was thinking the uh, the Pocahontas song. Um, oh, but I couldn't remember the words, so I just kind of assumed. Paint with all the colors of the wind. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Also, can nope, she paint no. with all the colors of the wind? I don't know. Well, no, she can speak different languages. I I get no inkling that she's artistic whatsoever. All right. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Which, to be fair, the wind is invisible so the colors are nothing 
So yes, because you don't need any colors to paint without the colors blue. I might be a little too literal. <laughs> I'm too literal for I... Disney. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why you don't like anything Disney has. Not a one. <laughs> Not one thing Disney's ever made. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Marvel's Daredevil. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. By the um, way, we're almost an hour into this, and I haven't heard a Star Wars reference yet, so uh, come on. Hey, hey. <laughs> I don't think I made a Star Wars reference last week either, now that you mentioned it. No, you did not. <laughs> You're slacking. So, you got to make three for this episode. All right. Up. <laughs> well, okay. Um, so Mamia was pretty much um, there, as you said, as a courtesy warning him that he might be pushed out if he doesn't stop screwing up. Um, and she leaves, and he throws an Anakin Skywalker-style fit by flipping the table and freaking everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One! <laughs> I'm keeping count. All right. Okay, okay. <laughs> right, yeah. So apparently... Yeah, this guy is... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, yeah. no, go ahead. No, I was moving oh, I was going to say, yeah, no. I... <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, he is... He is pissed. Um, we haven't seen any amount of emotion, I think, uh, out of him other than when Vanessa <laughs> saw, uh, what was it, Anatoly? Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I was like, yeah. there was one big example you're forgetting about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. other, other than that, like the entire, what is this, eight, episode eight, right? So, yeah. like... In this time, we haven't seen. Granted, we also didn't see him in person until episode three, I think. True, but uh, still, that's a that's a long time yeah. for for that, considering what he does. Yeah, now, he's one of those people you show you, as examples of reasons not to bottle up your emotions. <laughs> so, ah, yeah. uh huh. <laughs> like him and the Hulk. Yep. yep. Um. So yeah. So apparently, this rage goes throughout the entire day. Because this happened right when he was preparing, like, getting dressed for the day. And now it's nighttime, is the next time we see him. When Wesley brings in Vanessa. Oh, he... So he even skipped breakfast? Is that what happened? Probably. I mean, he's probably hangry. That's why he's still mad. (sighs) All right. Well, that explains it. Um, So, yeah, Wesley brings... uh, Vanessa for him to show that he's like more than just a friend. He's like, or more than just a, uh, an employee. He's like a friend, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, he tells Vanessa the truth about his murder, his father murder. And she still loves him apparently, or likes him much like Padme still likes Anakin after he murders all the sand people. Huh? Okay. Yeah. I see your theme here. You're sticking with uh, Attack of the Clones. Okay. Well, you see, when I'm talking about people who complain and bitch and throw fits, I think Attack mm-hmm. of the Clones. Ah, okay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, Vanessa stays with him. Yeah. So, all right. So, by at this point in the, in the se- series... Um, we know that he, Fisk, is like madly in love with Vanessa. Mm-hmm. We don't really get much out of Vanessa's mindset. I'm, like, I'm really curious what she sees because, like, what? Because she knows she obviously knows some shady dealings go on in his life. Like that's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. 
and she doesn't really seem to have a problem with that, or she's a little cautious about it. Maybe cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like after this, I mean, they've been dating for like, let's say a week, maybe two weeks. Yeah. And and now he's like talking about killing his father and all these things, and and none of these are red flags to her, I guess. Well, she also knows he's responsible for the terrorist attacks on Hell City, Hell's Kitchen. I mean, oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> He blew up all those buildings. Granted, in his mind, I mean, he he spun it in a nice way, right? Because he said it. He did it to the the guys who stole that little boy. Because mm-hmm. he he asked her, he's like, oh, do you remember reading that story about that?" And she said, "Yeah. Oh, these are the guys. They're, they're all gone now." Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm sure civilians died in those explosions. <laughs> Just saying. Oh yeah, Mrs. Cardenia is. Oh yeah, died. Foggy Lots got hit. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. yeah, there, there are lots of other red shirts that yeah, exist. I, I mean, they're slightly more red now. There's blood all over them, but mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes me think that she's in love with the danger that he he represents more than anything else. Uh, that makes sense. <clears throat> so she she definitely has a decent impression of him as a person pretty much. By this point. Yeah. And she's and she's yeah. still sticking around. Okay, all right, cool. Just just making mm-hmm. sure. Like I'm wondering, like how much was was hidden, and I didn't really think it out loud until I was saying yeah. it right there. So okay, like like <laughs> most things that I do, I really don't think it through. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, so yeah, so we get the morning routine again, but this time with Vanessa. So she he looks at her instead of the painting. Now she chooses a slightly lighter gray suit for him. And different uh, cufflinks. And now he yep. makes breakfast for two people. So, <laughs> completely different. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Well, change is slow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was he... It seemed like he was, um, like, un- I-, I guess uneasy about, like, having to have breakfast not alone. Like, mm-hmm. like he enjoyed it. It was with her. Like, she, she was smiling in the scene and all that stuff. But he was... Like his own very reserved self, it seemed like. Yeah. Oh, this is all new. I'm not used to this. Uh-oh. <laughs> what mistake have I have I made? Uh no, no. Yeah, I, I mean, he's just <laughs> is he's not used to it. How long? Who knows how long he's been alone doing the same routine over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but one thing changes. He doesn't see bloody little Willie in the mirror anymore. Now he sees himself with his girlfriend. Woo! Ooh, yeah. way to grow up, kid. Yeah. yeah, and then he decides um that he's going to come out of the shadows and hold a press conference, um, which I have a real problem with because doesn't absolutely no one know who Wilson Fisk is? Isn't this kind of the same as uh-huh. me holding a press conference, except for at least like fourteen people listen to me on a podcast, so I have a little bit of more more notoriety. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he okay. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, okay, okay, I ahead. was just no. I was just illustrating my points. Like he erased himself on purpose, that no one knows who this guy is. Well, I think what you have to remember is that he <laughs> yes. is worth a ton of money. 
and neither okay. of us are. <laughs> um, unless there's something True. you're hiding from me. Um, <clears throat> do, do you instantly have the amount of money it would take? Do you have twenty million and five dollars? Uh, I will hold. I will plead the fifth. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um. Anyway, I mean, he he also has connections, right? Like he has the the evil league of evil or whatever, right? So like, yeah. And also, he's in charge of a ton of cops and all this stuff. Like, you know, they're paying off and all that. So, I, I think if he wanted to do a press conference, it's it's not difficult. Now, it's going to be weird, uh, definitely. Like, who who is this random person holding a press conference? Why did he just show up in front of the a courthouse and bring his own um, his own mic? Where'd all that come from? Yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, no, I mean, he owns the newspapers, or at least, or not newspapers, but the television stations. That's the thing I was looking for. The TV stations. Because <laughs> um, they talk about that after um, he blows up most of Hell Kitchen. Um, so I understand why it's aired. Because he tells them to air it. <laughs> and we get the reactions <laughs> of uh, Yurik and... Um, Matt and Karen. I think those are the only three reactions we get. Oh, we also is... get Foggy. Oh, and Foggy. Mm-hmm. Um, does everyone else in New York just shrug and move on with their lives and not know what this means at all? I think so, because okay. in Foggy's reaction, he, having learned earlier in the episode that Karen is really bad at making coffee, is at a coffee shop. And oh, yeah. <laughs> no one else is watching the TV. I did not put that together. <laughs> Uh, I was I was debating if I should bring that up or not, but this was perfect. So, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think so. Like everyone else is like, oh, okay, cool. It, it's kind of like how, like, for example, in U.S. politics, um, I'm not that invested in like the knowledge and knowing, you know, about a lot of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, every eight years or so, four years, eight years, um, you know, some people are like, I'm announcing i'm gonna run for president like okay who are you and you know depending on how well they do over time i'll learn more information about them but maybe it's kind of like one of those things maybe yeah i mean i keep up to date with that stuff so but i understand Mm -hmm. not being connected to it too yeah yeah i mean keep up to date enough but like you know when it's this person who's a senator from a state i've never been to Mm -hmm. is announcing they're gonna run like okay yeah. cool and i guess i think Eliz- yeah, never heard do you know who person. elizabeth warren is yeah okay. yeah okay i know who she is yeah, yeah. she she's she's well exploring to run. she might be running already in the month and a half <laughs> after we record this from when it drops mm-hmm. but yeah or she might have changed her mind yeah yeah because that's true yeah because that was that was news announced today right yes. or yesterday or recently i want to say yesterday or New Year's Day, okay, which was two days ago for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? Oh wow, yeah. it was okay. <laughs> it's been a long year, Al. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it has. God, Tony, you got to go back to work. It's been a long time for you. Not long enough. <laughs> Not long enough. Or at least edit okay, some more episodes. We'll, Come on, man. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's using. He's trying to get out ahead of being exposed by um Yurik and everybody and 
the guy in the black mask. Also, now Yurik has to delete his entire article that he's been up all night writing. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, I, I'm I'm not even going to do the last storyline because that was my only note. <laughs> Yurik had to delete everything. <laughs> God damn it. That was. Uh... <clears throat> That was kind of funny. I'll, I'll give them that. Because so, Yurik yeah. was like using all these specific words and phrases. And then um, Fisk shows up using those same words and phrases. Like, ah, oh, now he can't even use that part. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh. Yeah. But I think we're done. Is there anything, anything else you wanted to cover in this episode? Um, There was one thing I did kind of want to mention. Um, it, it doesn't really have to do with the episode. So I forget like i thought that uh fisk actually announces this whole thing way earlier into the season like i thought it's a couple of episodes but um Mm -hmm. this only being a 10 episode season i thought whoa okay this is late now that was the next (laughs) thing i was gonna say so tony you and i were talking just before we started recording and i asked again (laughs) oh and then you you said oh it's 13 episodes like oh okay cool so there's four episodes (laughs) but when i saw this again and when i was rewatching i was like oh man it's only it's only like two more episodes (laughs) in the season oh no there's five more okay cool (laughs) we'll see what happens in two episodes when it's episode 10 would it be the first time i watched an episode and find out it's not the season finale i did that with uh, the first season of punisher i was like oh man all right that was an interesting final episode oh there's another one. Oh, i see okay <laughs> oh, oh there's three more uh-huh yep <clears throat> yeah all, all right, right. All right, let's close this out. Um, so um, this was Marvel Cinematic Rewind for um, season one, episode eight of uh, Daredevil: Shadows in the Glass. Uh, please just join us I don't next. Know week. what the title means? Uh, yeah, you're right. I, nothing happened with the glass. Okay. Uh, please join us next week when we'll talk about episode nine, Speak of the Devil. Um, and until then, please follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. Uh, we throw out jokes and miscellaneous items every so often. So it's just kind of a nice, fun thing. Uh, and then if you have some time, please go to your um, your podcasting app of choice and give us some sort of rating. Five stars would be great. You know, Apple Podcasts or anything else that you use. Uh, and then tell your friends, your family, your enemies about us. Um, that's always great. Uh, until then, this has been the uh, Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day.